0: What's up guys, welcome to another episode of Immy's Insight. It's your host Immy and I've just spent the last like half an hour trying to work out how to use GarageBand. I swear every single time I make a podcast, I, yeah, it just, it does, it doesn't like me. Anyway, in today's episode... Get ready for a fun little chat. This is honestly just going to be the randomest episode ever. That's probably something I always say, but this one genuinely will be the randomest episode ever. So in this episode, I'm literally just going to have like a chat, just like a storytime episode, just whatever comes into my head, go on little tangents. I had this idea after the last podcast I did where I just randomly like reminisced and went on tangents during the podcast and I was like... YOLO let's just do a full podcast with like funny chats and story time so I hope you guys have fun and get a laugh out of this or yeah okay where to begin I honestly have that many weird stories and some of them I can't share on a podcast because it might involve other people or it just might be too too cracked but you know what I'm gonna start with the story time Um, I'll start with a story time to get me rolling. And this story time is the time I had a rat living in my room. (laughs) So it was in the summer holidays between year nine and year 10. And (laughs) every single night when I was trying to fall asleep, there was a rustling sound in my room, like every night. And you know, when you're so tired that you're just like not bothered and you're like half asleep and you're about to like doze off. And you're like, oh, I said like so many times just then. But anyway, you're like, oh, whatever. Like, it's probably just, I don't know. Like, I tricked myself into so many things. I was like, oh, it's just my plants rustling. Like, the leaves are rustling. And to be honest, it wasn't that bad. Like, sometimes I would think, am I just imagining it? Because it would stop and then I'd be listening out for it and nothing would be there. So this was going on for a few nights and then one night it was so annoying and it would not stop. And it was freaking me out because I was like, yeah, there is definitely something there. What the hell? And it was the middle of the night and I was like, I am searching my entire room. I thought maybe it's my cat and she's like snuck under my bed because she had done that before. Wasn't my cat. Looked everywhere. My cat was not in my room. And then I couldn't trick myself into it being the rustling leaves because my windows were shut and there was no breeze. So like... (laughs) That just reminded me, I used to think, um, okay, so it's it could be my plants rustling, but there's no breeze. Maybe they're just like growing in the night and they're moving as they grow. And I'm not like, I'm an intelligent person, so I know that's like completely just dumb and irrational, but I could not explain this noise. Um, So one night when it was so annoying, I was like, I'm finding the source of this if it is the last thing I do, I don't care if it takes me the whole night, there has to be a reason for this bloody rustling sound. It's not the plants. It's not my cat. I'm going to turn my room inside out and find out what this noise is. I had no idea what to look for. I was like, what the actual, I turned my entire room inside out. I even lifted the mattress off my bed and looked at the bed slates and there was nothing under my mattress. There was nothing anywhere. I turned my cupboard inside out. There was no source of this noise. And this was in the middle of the night. And I was like, I had given up by this point. My room was a mess. I was tired and freaked out because there was still a rustling noise going on. Anyway, so I was like exasperated. I was like, there's there's literally nothing. I can't find it. I have no idea where it's coming from. And I pick up my school bag, which had been like just chucked to the side and sitting in my room all summer long. And we'd been on summer holidays for like weeks now because it was early January by this time. So it had already been past Christmas, past New Year's. And anyway, so I pick up my bag and it's like still half unzipped. And while it's in the air, a freaking rat jumps out like midair and it flies across the room I swear it was in like slow motion and it dives behind my like trophy cabinet thing that I had not a cabinet like a shelf and it sprints behind that which was next to my bed and I screamed like nothing I literally was like high pitch squealing like screaming like yuck um ugh. ew I hate rats um Anyway, and I screamed and I just like kept screaming and like screaming and I'm a bit dramatic sometimes. Like my response to like standing on a cockroach or something that's gross is just like screaming my head off (laughs) or like a jump square, a square, a jump square, a jump circle I mean, No, a jump scare. I just scream. And my friends that would know me guys, if any of you are listening to this that time at that athletics meet when we like went exploring exploring in the bush and I thought I saw a snake and I screamed like nothing and then everyone screamed because they thought there was a snake but I just thought I saw a snake but anyway there wasn't a snake and I just screamed but anyway that was fun so yeah I screamed and my whole family like come out of their room they're like what's going on holy shit cuz it's like the middle of the night and they turn all the lights and they're like what's going on and I'm like There's a I was like holy f- like freaking the hell out. And then my parents were like, oh, is that all go back to bed? And then they went back to bed and left me like in my room. And I'm like 15. I don't know what to do about a rat being in my room. I was just like, well, what the hell do I do? I'm not sleeping in this room. So I went and slept in the spare room and I kid you not, I wore ski socks that entire summer because I was scared of like a rat like scurrying over my feet in the night. (laughs) Disgusting. My family are like, it's a mouse, not a rat because it was like this tiny little mouse, but whatever. I'm calling it a rat because I want to <laughs> but anyway so basically I had left like food in my bag over the summer holidays and the rat found it and was just chilling in there for god knows how long and that is completely disgusting so that is true grub life not like one of those girls who are like, Oh, I haven't like had my second shower today. Grub life. Like guys, that is not grub life. Grub life is having your rat living in your room. I just said my rat having a rat, a random rat living in my room. So yeah, that was, um, a fun time. Ugh. I literally remember wearing my ski socks the entire summer because I was just so afraid of like a rat, like nibbling my toes. Oh, that's so visceral. I hate that. Um, And that brings me to another few stories that came to my mind as I was talking. One of them was, um, (laughs) I forget where this came from, but one of my friends at school, Irene, I fucking love you. She, do you remember this, Irene, if you listen? Um, She (laughs) called, we used to call pigeons flying rats because they're like gross, And then she literally thought they evolved from rats and, like, grew wings. It was really weird. And she had this weird lock screen of, like, an artwork of, like, a flying rat-pigeon hybrid thing. Anyway, the reason I bring this up is because when I was, like, 12 or 13 in year 7, my family went overseas to Paris. Also, um... I've mentioned this before on Instagram, but my family traveled so much when I was growing up. So I've been to like more than 32 countries, but it was all before the age of 16. So yeah, I didn't appreciate it enough. And it's so sad now that like, as soon as I'm in my twenties, the prime time to like go and travel, we've been on COVID for all of my twenties, but that's cool. Um, I would love to travel again as an adult with friends and actually appreciate it. But yeah, I am like so lucky to have experienced lots of traveling and I did post some um in this like get to know me Instagram story like that I'd been to more than 32 countries and then someone replied saying oh my gosh give, oh my gosh give us a list and I haven't replied so sorry about that but anyway <laughs> um, we're in Paris and this is just such a random memory but I remember we were outside the Notre Dame and there's this like hedge with like little baby birds and like I don't know if this is just like a Europe thing. I swear they have like heaps of cute little park animals that people want to feed like squirrels and like little birds with like little feet, like tiny birds, like really like Snow White vibes birds. Um, I haven't even seen Snow White, but like, you know, those little birds that like sit on the window in like cartoons, those birds. And I remember we were feeding birds and (laughs) God, sorry. I just shuddered thinking of this story. We were feeding little birds and they like jump on your hands and they're like, you know, their claws are really like soft because they're not soft, but they're just like light and it doesn't hurt when they're on your hands. And they like peck the little food on your hands and we're feeding birds. Oh my gosh. And my mom's like, girls, turn around, taking a picture of us. And I turned and smiled. And as I turned, a bird landed on me and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to look at it and scare it away. I'm just going to smile for the photo. um, And hopefully mom will get a picture of a bird legit on my hand. And, um, it, I was also a bit like confused cause the bird was like really, it's claws were hurting. It was quite sharp and heavy and oh God, this is so traumatic. And I smiled for the photo and then like she took it and I turned around and it was a freaking pigeon. It was a pigeon on my hand, eating out of my hand. And I screamed so loudly. All the like, tourists were like, what the fuck? Going on, they were looking at me like, "What the hell is this like twelve-year-old screaming about?" Like, and I was screaming, and I was so disgusted that a pigeon was like on my hand because it wasn't like one of those cute little birds. It was like a giant, gross-ass, like Paris scum pigeon. No offense, pigeons. I have like a vendetta against birds, honestly. Birds scare me, um except rainbow lorikeets. And ugh, I just remember like wanting to like scrape my hand on the concrete to like get it off. And I was like, yuck, yuck. Like the bird was off, but just like the birds touch. Anyway, sorry. I probably sound like really dramatic right now, but yeah, that story was fun. Honestly, birds, this is just a random side note, but birds kind of creep me out. Like every time I look at birds, they have this look in their eye, like they've got a vendetta against you, like they're after you. And I also just look at them and I see their beak. And I just imagine it going into my skull and like piercing my skull because they just all have this menacing look like they want to swoop you and like stick their beak through your skull. But that's cool. Um, Rainbow lorikeets are cute. There are some exceptions, but most birds are yuck. <laughs> so basically, this is a podcast hating against rats and birds. Cool. <laughs> okay, I just went back and listened to this episode from the beginning and Boy, that was really weird and random and I can't believe I'm uploading this to the internet. But anyway, I made a few notes of things to chat about and some of them are just so weird. The first thing I wrote is cat having seizure, (laughs) which is just so irrelevant. But I don't know, when I was talking about my cat being under my bed, I just remembered this one time and I was like doing homework in my room at school, not at school, like when I was at school on the weekend. And I just hear like a banging noise in my parents' room, which was next to mine um, before I like moved rooms and I was like, oh mom, I called out. I thought it was her, but it wouldn't stop. And then I was like, what the hell? And I went in, and my cat was legit having a seizure. <laughs> Sorry. I know it's not funny. Like at the time I was like, what the hell, Rio, holy shit. And I screamed for my mom, but like looking back, it's just kind of just like a lol. So my cat was like, f- like flapping about, <laughs> this is so mean. I sound like a psychopath. My cat was like seizuring all over the floor. And my mom had this like had she has this like rack of shoes oh my god when I was little it used to be a thing that my mom was obsessed with shoes you know how it's like this thing that like women they're obsessed with shoes and we used to always like it used to be a thing that she was obsessed with shoes and I think she genuinely passed that on because me except all my shoes are like sneakers and all hers are like I don't know grown up women's shoes (laughs) just 12 year old things (laughs) um but yeah so my cat was like seizuring and she like knocked over my mom's like shoe stand and like yeah anyway I screamed out my parents ran upstairs and my mom was like holding radio it was actually really sad and then (laughs) I legit I hate myself anyway um we think it was like we have these like cockroach baits around the house my house is sounding like disgusting at this point it's really not but we just like live near the bush so there's lots of like animals about and bugs and stuff we had a red belly black snake in our backyard once oh my gosh that's another story so anyway but with this story um My mom was like, I think Rio might've eaten a cockroach that was dead from the poison in the cockroach bait. And then she like seizured from it, but she's been fine since that was like five years ago. So she's all good guys. No worry. Actually, no, you know what? She's really weird. Like she's such a stupid cat and maybe it's related to that. Maybe that killed some brain cells, but I don't think so. I reckon she's just a bit special, but, um, what was I just saying? Oh yeah. The red belly black snake. One time when we were little, um, we were like seven or something, our previous cat Ruby I love you Ruby um she had a long life we had her from before we were born to she passed away when I was like 14 and she was like 18 or something like very old for a cat but she um when we were little was like I don't know attacking or playing with something and in the backyard and it turned out it was like a legit red-bellied black snake and my dad caught it with tongs and put it in a jar it was a small one like it wasn't huge and fully grown yet And then, um, he called like RSPCA and he was like, oh, we've caught a red belly black snake in our backyard. Like freaking Ruby's a legend. She was like protecting us trying to kill the red belly black snake. What a weapon. And, um, and then the RSPCA people, or maybe it was wise. I don't know. That's like a bird hotline. So probably not wires. Is it a bird hotline or just Australian native wildlife? Maybe it is wires. I don't know. My dad called people and they were like, put it back in the bush. And my dad's like, we literally live 50 meters from the bush. i are not putting it back in the bush. It's going to like slither back to our house. So this is so like traumatic. And at the time I thought my dad was like legit evil. He filled the jar with turpentine, like poison. And then the snake legit, legit, legit. I was going to say literally, but then started to say legit, legitimately. The snake disintegrated. And that's the story. That's that story. So anyway, moving on. Um, Another note I wrote was dreams about turning into a slug slash green tea man. So when I was little, I had nightmares like every single night. This is like when I was like single digit little. And I remember I used to have recurring nightmares about turning into a slug. And it was like, I don't know why it was so traumatic for me. Like I just like, it was like my fear. I hate slugs to this day. I hate slugs so much. Wow, this is really like a podcast hating on like insects and like bugs and stuff. But I don't mind insects and like spiders I'm fine with. But slugs, they just, I don't know. There's something about them. Um, yeah, and then I remember one night my older sister Rosie. So she was 25 I think when I was born. So if I was about six, she would have been like early 30s. I don't know why but she was at our house. I th- she used to always date, like really used to. She, <laughs> she's kind of a, um, into bad boy gal. So she always dated these like problematic, like genuinely problematic Aussie blokes. Um, so I think she was at our house cause of a problem with one of them anyway. Um, sorry if that's wrong, but she's a, a lig- she's the biggest legend ever. And I should definitely get her on the podcast one day, but, um, yeah, so she was at our house and, That night, I remember having this nightmare where I was being chased by the green tea man. That's what he was called in my dream. But he looked like the cookie monster from Sesame Street. And I remember just like I couldn't run. And I was like trying to like secretly. I remember if I I knew that if I got caught, I was going to turn into the green tea man. It was just so weird. All my dreams were like being like my nightmares, I mean, were related based on being transformed into something gross like the green tea man or a slug even though the green tea man looked like a cookie monster anyway I remember waking up and calling out because I used to always call out when I was little I'd be like daddy <laughs> oh, I'm such a sook anyway and then I remember he was like oh like he brought me downstairs Oh, Rosie came and she took me downstairs because they were like up in the middle of the night drinking green tea and I think the reason I had that dream is because I never had like it was the first time I'd ever heard about green tea, like her at a house drinking green tea. And anyway, that was just, I don't know why I made that note to talk about it today, but I did. And that was the story. Very, very like, it's just weird. I'm sorry. Okay. The next point is genuinely interesting and funny. And I wrote year 11 creative writing. So... When I was in year eleven for my English creative writing, this is like towards the end of year eleven, and I've spoken about this in my like HSE videos, that at the end of year eleven, in term three of year eleven, since there's only three terms of year eleven, I decided to stop trying so much because I knew I needed more than the two week break between term three of year eleven and then the first term of year twelve to be like refreshed and I didn't want to be burnt out. I knew that year twelve and HSC year was gonna be the most disgusting and awful and like traumatic year ever so I was like I need to just like YOLO and chill out until then so I can like really grind that year so I was like I'm gonna stop studying like six weeks before that term starts and then so that means for my yearlies a bye um however I didn't like fail or mess them up or anything because I'd already like done well throughout the year I just didn't really study for them and really YOLO'd them and really just yeah I just YOLO'd them very unlike me and it was worth it because then I wasn't as burnt out for year 12 um so for my English I remember like doing really well in my essay but there was two parts one part was a creative writing and I just I genuinely didn't do anything like I did in the exam, but I mean no preparation, and then in the exam I literally just made it up on the day. And like I know that some people actually do that, but like only drop kicks do that, not people who genuinely like care about school. So I like no offense if you do that and you don't want to be called a drop kick, but sorry about it. So. I remember going in and being like, I smashed out the essay and then I was like, okay, time to do the creative writing. I'm going to genuinely make it up on the spot. What the hell? So um, it was one of those creative writings where it starts with like, I don't know, a scenario and and then like, it, that was like the stimulus and you have to go off the stimulus, but I just like made it up and I literally wrote about a would you rather and the would you rather was like this girl who would ask would you rathers and then because I used to come up with the whack, like the most whack would you rathers, like would you rather never taste again, like never have taste buds or never hear music again. So that was the first would you rather, I'm pretty sure. And um, basically the girl would ask would you rathers and people would answer them and they're just theoretical, like they're not real, but they would come true. So like this girl was like in this like, asylum isn't a word, in this research thing because people were like, what the hell is like wrong with her? And Um, it starts with like the, would you rather she asked, would you rather never hear again or never taste again? And the girl said, never hear music again. Like you can still hear, but it's not music. And then the girl was like a singer. And every time she tried to sing, it would come out like this croaky screeching, gross sound. Wow. I really want to find that essay. I hope I have that somewhere. This is so whack anyway. And then, Anyway, so I don't remember the whole thing, but I just remember I have this vivid image in my head of one of the like scenes I wrote about and um, (laughs) the woman in like the research facility was like questioning her in this like, like, you know, those like police office rooms. It was like a white room with like a window Um, and there was like a desk and they were like sitting across from each other and the questioning lady was wearing a purple jumper with a cat on it. I just wanted to make her out as this like weirdo. With like glasses and a clipboard. And she said, um, she was like questioning her. And then the girl, like the main girl with the would you rather issue, let's say, or superpower, we could call it, said, would you rather have corn kernels for teeth or corn crops, like corn rows for hair? As in like your hair, in like you have actual crops of corn for hair and you have to harvest it and everything or corn kernels for teeth. And every time they come out, they just like grow back straight away. And the lady with the purple cat sweater that was questioning her, said, oh, fine, answer, but corn kernels for teeth. Don't know why she would say that, but anyway. And as soon as she said it, like she, uh, I forget what I said, but I just remember describing it, saying like corn juice dripped onto the cat on her jumper because her teeth had turned to corn kernels and she bit down. It was so stupid. And then the girl ended up, the story ended with a girl running off, like into the bush to like live. It was just so stupid. And I have no idea why I remember that, but that, that's just my brain. I actually wrote the worst creative writing. Like I hated English at school. I remember one single text. I, the only text I liked was doing 1984 and Metropolis, like the comparative study, but otherwise English, worst subject ever, completely traumatic. I hate it. Um, so yeah. People like ask me like for help for English. And I'm like, please. That was the one subject I had breakdowns over. Like, no, I'm not going, I can't. Um, but I still tried extremely hard. I had to try extra hard since English was like, I hated it so much. And I wasn't the best at it in like year nine, year 10. But then I just tried so hard until I was good enough at it to get scraped like a 95 in my HSE, which was a weapon. Um, but yeah, creative writing, ugh worst thing ever, I ended up scraping through, like, I tried so hard, I remember the amount of tears I shed over creative writing, I handed in so many to my teacher over, like, senior years, trying to, like, get better at them, and some of them were just so bad that my teacher was even, like, (laughs) Emmy, what the hell is this, like, one of them, I, I was trying to write about an experience that could be, like, really descriptive, because it was all about, like, you know, using, like, bloody, what are those words again, I don't know, there's, like, similes and metaphors and, like, zoomorphism and, what's it called? Techniques, English techniques, lol. Um, and I wrote about a girl who like ate weight because dry and then like choked to death. And I actually hate myself for bringing this up. Okay. Moving on. There's two other little notes that I wrote. So last thing to finish off this extremely whack and weird podcast. The first one is, holy shit. Do you guys remember when iPhone 4s were like the best quality phones? I remember like I used to have a Samsung back in like when I was 13 because my parents like were against iPhone back in the day that was so strict when I was young anyway and I remember like the kid at school that had the iPhone 4 was like the photographer because of the group like whenever we wanted like to take Instagrams because everyone tried so hard because the iPhone 4 was the best quality camera there was and I remember when the iPhone 4 came out I didn't have an iPhone back then but being like whoa the quality holy shit and what the fuck like what the fuck the iphone 4 is like a brick now i actually can't oh my gosh my first phone was a nokia it was 2012 and i was 12 and i got a pink nokia with like buttons that you press not a touch screen (laughs) That is crazy. Phones changed so fast because by the time I was in year nine, everybody had iPhones. And then I think in year 10 or year nine, I got an iPhone and my first iPhone was like a 5S, I think, which is like, that's so wild between like three years, phones went from being like keyboards to like iPhone five. And now it's just like, anyway, so I thought about that because I got an iPhone 12 literally today I opened it. How cool is that? How That makes me feel like old but also not because it was only like three years between having a freaking pink Nokia and oh, I really want to see that phone but I put it in a time capsule with some friends in year eight. God damn it. Anyway, the last story is really boring compared to the others but I thought I would add it while we're here. So one time when me and my family were in New Zealand... I sound so like Jumay sorry I was listening to Jamee's podcast it's amazing but like that one time we were overseas but anyway this one time we've been to New Zealand once it wasn't like it was like a recurring thing but anyway we're in New Zealand I was like nine years old and me and my sister were getting ready in our little like I don't know Airbnb room or whatever I'm not like fancy or anything guys by the way my family like budget traveled like we stayed in like youth hostels with like partying 20 year olds with my like family like two nine-year-olds and like two 40 something year olds anyway that's cool so we were in our room getting ready and there was this like a little boy in another room and we were going out one at a time and the boy kept like I don't know waving at us or whatever and we he thought there was one of us basically and I forget the whole point of the story but I forget what we were doing but I just remember we were tricking him by going out one at a time because he was so stupid. Obviously, he was a little kid but he couldn't tell the difference between us even though we're literally so different looking. We're not identical at all. And then we just did that for a while and then we both like went out at the same time because our parents were like, girls, we're leaving. And we um, went out and the boy's like... (gasps) there's two of them and I remember we both thought it was the most funny thing in the world and then we both kept saying that like there's two of them for like the rest of the trip that was so stupid oh my god guys New Zealand was a vibe sorry just some random other New Zealand memories because New Zealand's like literally so chill um our parents I remember we like made friends we went to the pool like just like legit the local like leisure center And we made friends with these rando kids. And then our parents let us go home with them and just like spend the day with them. And looking back, I'm like, what the hell? And our parents were even like, this is wild. But they said, look, it's New Zealand. Any other country, we wouldn't let you go home with kids that you just like made friends with at the pool. But it's New Zealand. It's so chill. And I love New Zealand since then. And I remember another story. We were staying at some like Airbnb or breakfast B&B or something. And there was these other kids that like, lived next door and me and my sister became friends with them and uh, I forget the whole story but I just remember like on our last night in New Zealand before we left the next morning we were playing with them um and then we ended up going back to the house and watching Camp Rock. <laughs> That's the memory and then I remember our family were like kind of freaking out my parents because they were like where the hell are they? we've lost both the girls in New Zealand and we're going back to Australia tomorrow like, and then I remember they found us and they were like freaking out and then they like got angry at us and made us go back because they like were freaking out and um and we didn't get to finish camp rock and then I literally only finished it again for the first time a year ago so that was 2020 last year and it was 2009 11 years later I finally finished camp rock that's that's that story that's pretty fun um yeah New Zealand was a vibe I got my first mood ring in New Zealand which was cool. I just had so many other stories come into my um, head as I spoke. I'm going to tell you one more, which is about someone else, but I'm not going to tell you their name. And we were like eight years old. I remember one time in primary school, there was like <laughs> the infant toilets for like years kindy to year two. And I remember there was this like one specific toilet that everyone wanted to go in and like all the others sucked. It's so weird. You know how there's like the one good toilet? Anyway, and I remember like me and my friend were both, busting we'd been in the classroom all of lunch because we were doing like I don't know choir or dance or something like that and some activity and we're both so busting and I remember we're both sprinting for the bathroom and we both were like racing each other to try get the good toilet because like neither of us were going to be able to hold on and we didn't want to have like we wanted the good toilet so I remember like I got there first and I went to the toilet straight away and my friend, literally, instead of going to a different toilet, she she was like, I'm waiting. And she wet herself. She just peed all over the floor. <laughs> and I remember losing it. And I laughed so much at her. But I remember thinking, I said to her, I was like, what the hell? Why didn't you just go? I didn't say what the hell, but I was like, what, I, I was like why didn't you just go into a different toilet? That's what I would have done. And she was like, because I only wanted to go into that one. Anyway, so we had to walk to the office together and get new undies, which was, I thought it was the funniest thing ever. But anyway, this podcast went for half an hour so far, and I thought it was going to be like a 20 minute or less chat. So I'm going to leave it there. This was so freaking random. So I'm really sorry if it was a bit too random and too abstract but I hope that it was fun and funny and I hope you guys enjoyed it and I appreciate it so much, all the support. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at imogen.russell and follow my podcast Instagram, which is Immy's Insight. Please share this episode in any way that you can because that really helps support the podcast. And yeah, I hope to see you guys. Jokes, I don't see you. I hope you join me in the next episode. See ya.